What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Long time no see. It's been a good two weeks since we've had an episode. So, this two is... weeks too long, bro. I uh, know, right? We had a lot of things going on, so we had good reason to be gone. This is now today. Today with Trade Podcast in affiliation with the Pulse Podcast Network. It's not an announcement without the clip. I mean, let's be real. We told you we were going to have a rebrand coming up. Like, I told you the rebrand was coming in 2019. It was coming. Don't worry about the date. Just know that it was coming eventually. And the rebrand is on a roll. And starting with our affiliation with the Pulse Podcast Network. We must thank them for inviting us under their umbrella, uh, giving us an extra platform to do our due diligence and give you guys the content you deserve. Exactly. If you guys haven't already, make sure you check that out in our bios at Pulse Pod Network. Uh, they have, it's essentially like what The Athletic is going to start doing with podcasts, bro. You want someone covering every single major team as well as every possible podcast you could want. It's going to be a hub. It's, it's already got a dope website and we're excited to be part of the affiliation. And I'm just excited to do my Warriors pod over there. So it's yeah, fun. Okay. Clint's doing the Warriors Pulse Podcast over on the Pulse Podcast Network. So (laughs) make sure you guys go check that out. Go follow it, too. Um, You'll probably be seeing me on there every couple episodes or so. Damn straight. Also, with uh, our affiliation becomes uh, merchandise coming out soon enough. Oh, my God, dude. That's, like, one of the more exciting parts, like, especially for Trey. If you can see him right now, he has a little baby (laughs) shit-faced grin on his face. (laughs) The fucking shirts, bro. The players' collection is gonna be so lit. If you guys have already seen my Twitter, if you guys follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, whatever. You guys, you guys have already probably seen a couple concept um, concepts put together with the players' quotes and everything. It's <laughs> the players' collection is probably gonna be a staple of what we do. And shout exactly. out to the comment. Shout out to the comment Senate. Uh, shout out Lexi uh, and Steven and Jimmy helping me put together. A bunch of comments sent up comments sent in apparel for World Worldwide Wob. There you go, dude. And it's all part of the rebrand, bro. It's about stretching our arms as far as we can, getting as many resources, guests. It's all about the content, bro. You don't get that by getting everybody involved and talking at the same time. Exactly. We're here for you guys and we're just trying to make your listening experience better than anything you can get at Barstool. <laughs> Fucking pizza review, motherfucker. <laughs> It'd be nice to just have a shit ton of money and just go fucking review pizza. Don't get me wrong. That sounds like a fucking amazing. I know. Movie. I'd love to do that. <laughs> because it's important on doing it, then it just like kind of loses loses its luster. <laughs> just a little bit. And I'm not as big as a hater in Portnoy as you are, but it does lose the luster quite, <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> With the rebrand comes a new name. We have a new name in the works, working on the logo, all that. The new name will be kept on wraps, just like Avengers Endgame is keeping everything in their movie on wraps. Like a fucking Clamp Squad, like we'll also have shirts of. Shout out to the merch, Clamp Squad, Virginia. Hashtag get your merch. <laughs> Hashtag get your merch. Hashtag Clamp Squad. Hashtag Players Collection. It, it's all going to be – it's fun, dude. So what, what we're going to do is we're going to design – I mean, we have a handful of shit we're thinking about. I'm going to be doing a lot of, like, throwback Warriors gear from the We Believe era that I'm going to try to make in some dope shirts and hoodies. And it'll essentially be showing up on our uh, avatars and feeds on the PulsePod website, www.pulsepodcastnetwork.com. So you'll be able to go in, 
hit subscribe, which you already are. So, you know, let's chill. If you're on somebody else's computer, just hit that button again. Um, and then get your merch, bro. Everything you need will be on the postpodcastnetwork.com. Everything you need from this podcast will be right there. All right. You don't need to see 10 more links from us. Get this, get that. Oh, and I click this other link. No, just, you can just go to the website when you're chilling at work and just be like, dun, dun, dun. let's see what other podcasts they have. Like they got fucking, they're talking about Avengers Endgame actually. So we might even need to have one of those uh, guys on our podcast talks a little Marvel and comic talk. Exactly. Honestly, I just thought of this, like this is totally random and not what we're going to talk about today. Um, <laughs> When have you ever seen um, a marketing campaign for a movie that didn't explicitly use clips from that movie? It's it's like Fire Festival all over again, but except fucking a except movie. Except we it's know just, this is going to be the real deal. Yeah, exactly. But it's all fit. Like we don't like show us something. Like I no, we get nothing. No, and it's. It's impossible to show stuff, I guess, obviously, because you don't know who the fuck's alive or not, or if they're going to come back, or what the deal is. Where the fuck they're coming from. We got the theories. We know what happens. You know, you've heard the theories. They're possibly been knocked into another dimension that they could be coming back, you know. Well, we could get there at another point, but. <laughs> I was like. But I've never heard of a movie doing that. Yeah, it's like, you, you don't. Like, you get a movie trailer, you're going to show. Even if, like. Movies of like you know trilogies or whatever, even when Star Wars was you know hot, like they didn't they didn't they didn't do this kind of marketing campaign. It was like hey, oh. we're show clips you know of our movie. Make no. sure that they didn't ruin anything, but at the same time. But then like, again, no trilogy or like you know series of movies. Maybe Harry Potter, maybe Lord of the Rings, has ever had as much as much success as Marvel's had with the Avengers and the. Well, no, it's true. And it's the way that they did it, you know, by doing most of these movies separately and then combining them, it makes them each stand out more. So it's like, it's, people are that much more invested in it just for that sole reason. Pretty much. It's, I mean, it's going to suck. Well, it's not all over because you have phase four coming, but it's going to suck when Iron Man, Cap, Thor and whoever else bites the dust for good. So don't say that, bro. <laughs> you don't say those you don't say those things. <laughs> oh gosh. I have one person at work, um, actually. Uh she messaged me on Slack Ooh. because I changed my I changed my um Slack um whatever it's called and I have a little caption that says currently crying because I'm going to spend money knowing that Cap and Iron Man are probably going to die. And she messaged me and she's like, are you sure Cap and Iron Man are going to die? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm 99.999% sure Cap's dying. Wow, oh my God. Iron Man, I'm like 97% sure he's going to... He's going to bite the dust? Yeah. What about Thor? Like 85%? Thor, I'm not so sure on. Because no. I can see him dying, but I can also see him, you know, living in... Mm-hmm. Cause he's a god, and he's just like the last one that's like alive. It's yeah. like fuck. <laughs> but back to, to okay. So today's episode, we're just gonna basically we're just basically gonna run through uh, NCAA tournament. We're gonna go through all, go through all the regions real quick. Give me March a, a madness. 
probably help you guys out a little bit in making your selections, even though it's a crapshoot every single year. Unless you're Clint and you've won three years in a row. And Clint's, won our, yeah. Clint's won our group three years in a row. And, and Clint's girlfriend even beat Trey last year. So his <laughs> ex-girlfriend, excuse me. She, she beat me only because I picked Michigan to win the title and she picked Villanova. That's the only reason she beat me. Because we, <laughs> both, we, we both had the national championship matchup with Michigan and Villanova. We both had it correct, but she picked Villanova. I picked Michigan. And we all know how that yeah. At this point, I was so far ahead of everyone because yeah. I had I had Oregon per usual. That's the I was telling someone today. I was like, the only reason I've won the last three years is I've just picked Oregon to be better than expected, and they've just done well. Yeah, and we'll see what they do this year. You know where I'm going. Make sure, go. make sure you guys uh, hop in our bracket challenge group. You do want to give away whoever wins the bracket group uh, wins a jersey of their choice. So make yes. sure you guys hop in the group. Um, DM us your username just so we know who you are, like which you know which bracket is yours, and then whoever wins, boom, you win the jersey. I mean, who does not want a free jersey for real? Like it's free. It's yeah. free. And I was thinking about this today, like because I already joined like two or three other groups. All you have to do is set your lineup, and then you click literally click the link, hit join group, and then you let it ride like everything else. I mean, you can make 15, 10 different lineups. I do the same lineup usually through a bunch of different groups. You only get one bracket in our group, though. That's yeah. You only get one bracket. We're not doing all, We're not doing that ten brackets in this in our this same group. Not you get one shot. You get your one shiny moment. You win. Congratulations, bro. You win. You get a free jersey of any player that you want. So Duh. I think that's pretty solid to fucking just join up for free. So hit the link. We'll be tweeting it out uh, for the next two days. Um, like you said, DM us and let's get this thing going. I mean, I'll I'll probably win again, but. I'll defer. I'll probably defer the prize to yeah, second if, place. If you know me or Clint wins, obviously whoever is in second place is the one. <laughs> I'm not gonna easily just buy myself a jersey. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I mean, I am gonna buy myself a jersey just because I need my Antonio Brown Raider jersey and maybe a Lamarcus Joyner jersey <laughs> and maybe a Trent Brown jersey, maybe a Tyrell. Um, a few A's jerseys, but yeah, we all, we definitely got to get you yours too. So, yeah, um, all I need is my Patrick Mahomes jersey, and I'm good. So, there you go. I'll get you one just for being a good sport. <laughs> Thanks, bud. All right, so <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna start off with the East region and go from there. Um, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. This is the Today with Trade Podcast, brought to you by the Pulse Podcast Network. I've always wanted to say something like that. See, that's exactly. <laughs> That's what I was doing on my first episode. I'm like, you're that's they're like, it sounds scripted, bro. Some troll. Some trolls like it sounds scripted. I'm like, it, Hell I mean, yeah, it's fucking scripted. It kind of does, bro. Like, fuck. I mean, I didn't write it down, but it's gotta sound like that. What do you want me to say? <laughs> it's in my contract. There's a reason why people have to say that shit. It's, it's, it's in the fucking contract. contract. <laughs> I don't know nobody Alright, so we'll be right back, guys. And we will start you off with some Zion. Ooh. 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 Hey, this a rolling, not a stop. Why shit don't never stop? This the flow that got the block hot. Shit got super hot. Hey, give me my respect. Give me my respect. I just took it left like on Ambidex. Bitch, I moved through London with the. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're gonna talk about the East region to start. Headlined by the number one overall seed, Duke Devils. 
the Duke Blue Devs, who probably, like, I want to say 75% of the nation will be picking to win national championship this year, maybe even 80 to 90. Yeah. With Zion back in the way he's play, he played in the ACC tournament, um, I mean, I'm not, you're not, you're not wrong for picking Duke to win it all. So that's, you know, it goes without, it goes without saying. Yeah, exactly. And they, they really have um, an easier bracket, um, especially between the East and West too, like coming, even if they get out of the East, I'm not really scared of Gonzaga or, I mean, I, I love Michigan, but more than Duke, I probably not. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I'm seeing. I was um, when I was writing my my previews for fan sided about for each region. I was looking at this thing. I was like, "There's just you know you know how it goes. Twelve five matchups. It's like you know you, you always pick. You need to pick at least one or two twelves to win a few because it happens every single year. And if um, not that, the fours. Oh, the fours. Yeah, the four thirteen. But Liberty's got Mississippi State. And I'm sitting here looking at it. Mississippi State, they were 10 and 8 in conference play after being um, 13 and 2 after, you know, yeah. entering conference play. And Liberty, they can they can play some defense, dude. They were 14 they and 2 ball. in conference play. They are. They're, they're clam juniors? They're clam juniors. They're top 10 in the country <laughs> in, point, in uh, points allowed per game. They only give up 60 points a game. They score 74, which is pretty much right on par with what. Mississippi State does offensively, so yeah, um, yeah, it's that. I mean, there's a in this in this tournament, there's a like all four twelve five matchups. They're, yeah, they're pretty pretty fucking tasty, dude. They're, yeah, they're pretty fucking tight matchups. But yeah, this Liberty Mississippi State. I wrote it. I was like, Mississippi State could be going home in the first round because they lost to Tennessee twice, lost to Kentucky twice. They split with Auburn, lost to LSU. They did beat Wofford by eleven, um, and they did beat Cincinnati, but. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm looking at Liberty's defense, and it's like, wow. Um, yeah, they're 28-6, and six, dude. And, it, and it says, you know, they're, they're effective amongst the half court anyway. So, um, they are shooting 57% on twos, 37% on threes, but they're amongst the nation's best in free throws at 78%. So, that alone, and just having a balanced attack that is showing in a good defense, it could, it could put Mississippi State in some trouble. They could lose in confidence early, bro. Because they just got some athletes. I mean, it's it's like a classic Mississippi State team. I mean, what is it, Quindary, Weatherspoon? Uh, I'm looking. I'm about to look up their roster right My now. My game's in San Jose. I almost went, too. Ooh. Uh, let's go. Let's, 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 let's go fast. It is. That's Tim Weatherspoon. You say what? Did you say San Darius Weatherspoon? Quindary, Q-U-I-N-N-D-A-R-Y. Quindary, where this film? 18 a night. Lamar Peters is a team in uh, assists per game, five a night. <laughs> Tate Clayton is their leading field goal percentage. Um, is their leading player from uh, shooting from the floor, but he plays two minutes a game. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mississippi State, they're 149th in the country in points allowed per game. They only get 15 assists a game. Um, and they're like I said, they're playing a Liberty team that clamps clamp squad juniors. Clamp squad juniors, bro. Well, I mean, you've already convinced me. I mean, we didn't skip the VTU UCF matchup, but I, I'm I'm already going Liberty. 
I would – you need to – like, if you're putting together your bracket, you need to seriously consider picking Liberty over Mississippi State. Because Scotty James, even though he's only getting 13 points a night, he can, he can play. And if they if they win, Mississippi win, Mississippi State wins, they're probably going to lose to Virginia Tech yeah. next round anyway. So that's why I take, you take some of those risks because the normal people are like, oh, I think the five will easily beat the 12. And then the five will easily beat the four. That'll be the way that I defer from the group. Nah, from the start, Liberty. You got to think critically about this kind of stuff. Yes, you have to be very subjective and be smart about it. But when you're talking about VCU-UCF matchup, um, <laughs> it's funny because UCF has Taco Fall. <laughs> That's his name. Taco Fall six. He's listed at six seven, I believe. Yeah, he's probably like six six, six 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 seven. It doesn't matter which one it is. He's still ridiculously ridiculously tall that you just can't game plan for. Like you're not even if you get your you know your um one of your uh, managers to stand there in the paint with some fucking pads head held above his head. It's like, you're still not going to be able to get taco fall. Like you're not going to be able to simulate taco fall. UCF's beaten Houston who only has Houston is a four seed, I believe. And they've only have Houston only has three losses on the season. He said he was six, seven, he's seven, six. I said six, seven. Yeah. You're seven. at six, six, yeah. six, seven. Okay, I was like, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, we talk about the same fucking seven, dude, like six, Senegal. Seven six six seven seven. Either one, you're not finding anybody else that's as tall as Taco. Dude, it's insane. And it's <laughs> like, how, how do you beat this guy? Exactly. The only the only benefit that you have from playing against Taco Fall is that he doesn't play heavy minutes because what kind of seven six person other than Shaq, who was what seven three, are you gonna dude. put out there on the floor for extended periods of time? It's true. Fuck, dude. So, like, when Taco's off the floor, like, VCU has to take advantage of that. Yeah, and I mean, one thing that you got to think about this tournament as is most of the teams that win every year, it's all about guard play. It it really is. I mean, obviously, Taco Fall is good enough to, you know, get them by this first round. But the teams that that win, you know, Villanova's and stuff, or – when you know with the DJ Wilson and Michigan getting far and all Oregon, it's all about guard play, guard play. Um, that's how you get far in this tournament. If you can get good guard play, you can go a long ways. And VCU, they're basically running, you know, the same way they've been running. They will press you. Marcus Evans is going to play. Yep, he had that knee injury, but looks like he's going to play. Uh, but yeah, VCU, they're, I mean, they stick to what they do. They're going to press you 94 feet, and they're going to be. In your face for 40 minutes of this entire ball game. Yeah. So I mean, if UCF can handle that, they get good guard play. Then, you know, having Taco Fall will <laughs> it'll help a lot. Yeah. But if VCU uh, can get a you know at least quality minutes from Ta- from Marcus Evans, don't know how healthy he actually is. Yeah. But you can get quality minutes for him, and um, I don't know how to say this dude's name, Deryan Jenkins. Aquarian. <laughs> I just think of uh, just, Jake Quillen. Yeah, Jake Quillen. <laughs> if you, I mean, VCU gets their good guard play like they've gotten all season. Uh, I can see VCU winning this game. The eight nine matchup historically, it's deadlocked. It, it's they're five hundred. They've split down the middle. That's crazy. So yeah, I don't even know who I'm going to pick in this game. It's literally a coin toss. Guard play will determine that game for sure. 
Interesting. Yeah, you have to see how you know how healthy Marcus Marcus Evans is. I'm looking it up right now. They don't really know. They usually say he's expected to play. It's a deep bone bruise. I mean, honestly, it's the NCAA tournament. Like you know, he's gonna be like, I'm playing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's gonna be like, I'm playing, no matter what. Yeah. Um, the one team I'm looking for in this region is LSU, dude, because LSU ski. LSU, if they can put, if the LSU can put, you know, to bed all, you know, the NCAA stuff that you know the outside dealing with, dealing with with their head coach and everything, they can put that to bed, block out the outside noise, and just play ball. Like they are as good as any team in this region. Yeah, I feel that. Sixteen and two in conference play, they beat Tennessee, they beat Kentucky, they beat Mississippi State, they beat Auburn. Now, they did lose to Florida State by three and Houston by six, but boy, they are. Yeah, Tremont, they, Waters, Tremont Waters is probably one of, if not the best guard in this region. Ooh, better than R.J. Barrett? Yeah, better well, R.J. Barrett and Zion, they're forwards, so that takes them out of the equation. But better than uh, Trey, better than Trey Jones, better than Cassius Winston at Mich- Michigan State. Tremont okay. Waters is the real deal. Yeah. I was going to say, that dude in Michigan State's pretty nice. Cassius Winston's playing out of his fucking mind right now. Yeah. Dude, and, I mean, LSU's, like, all I know is they, like, they had, what, like, seven overtime games or some shit this year? Like, when you get when you get teams that are able to battle and force overtime and play down the stretch like that, be clutch, that's kind of like what you look for, like, in the tournament, like, when shit starts to get a little crazy and get a little hectic, you can kind of, you know, take a breath and score. That's fucking – that's going to get you pretty far. So, they got Yale. This would be a fucking stomp. Yeah, they this should get past Florida, bro. This is a fucking home game. They this should get past Yale. Um, in their second-round match, it will be against Maryland or Belmont slash Temple, whoever gets out of that play-in game. Uh, Belmont's good, but LSU is just better. And – Honestly, yeah. If I had to, if I had to pick, you know, a team that's well, Maryland not, will probably still beat Temple or Belmont, anyways. Yeah. If I had to pick a team that's not Duke to make a run in this region, it, it'd be LSU. Damn, I, I really like LSU. Michigan State's playing well. Cassius Winston's playing out of his mind right now. They won that Big Ten tournament, but LSU, they they are really a lot of talent, bro. This is like, and this is not even like the most talent laden region in in the tournament. Oh, not at all. <laughs> the next region we're going to do the West region. That region is a it's a gauntlet. Michigan, that is the, UNR, Florida, Texas. That is Tech. the death region. I would <laughs> hate, I would hate to be a team in that region. Like gonna, Gonzaga, like that's just a little scary. We're going to get to that region here in just a second, but. Uh, yeah, I, as far as talent pool goes, like the East region is probably second. I feel that. That's why this is exciting. That's why it's if, if Duke, oh, if Duke gets through. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see any reason why Duke wouldn't get to the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite in this region. But yeah, for sure. Because they're just they're just head and shoulders better than everybody else on that top half of the East region. Everybody. Yep. Now, when they get to, if they get to play Virginia Tech, that'll be a good game. Like they're yeah. they're going to be tested in that game, but because Virginia Tech's already beaten Duke, but that was without Zion. 
I was like going ham, like just hitting every shot. The first half, Zion kind of he kind of disappeared a little bit. I mean, he was still making little plays, but he wasn't being as impactful as you could be. So there are some ways to get him quiet for a certain amount of time, but obviously that doesn't last long. But. It doesn't, no. All right, we're going to do the West. We're the East region. Well, no, we skipped Virginia Tech. I mean, Virginia Tech, St. Louis, obviously you're just going to go Virginia Tech. I mean, over St. Louis. Virginia Tech gets one of their guards back, yeah. and that's going to make – and to go along with Kerry Blackshear, that's going to make all the difference in the world for them. Yeah. Because they're already good. They were already good even without um, – I cannot remember this dude's name. But they were already good just playing through Kerry Blackshear, but now they're going to get their, they're going to get their top guy back. Yeah. So, and, I mean, St. Louis, no pushover, but at the same time, Virginia Tech, they're going to run through that shit, dude. So, between that – how about Louisville, Minnesota, dude? I can see Louisville. I, I, I like Louisville. Um, Louisville, I feel like always just like as long as they don't, they're they're super turnover prone. And as long as they can take let down, always let me down. That game against Duke, they should have ran them out of the gym, and they just consistently kept turning. They just kept handing the ball over to Duke and let them back in that game. Yeah, they should have blown Duke out, and they just wet the bed. Yeah, fuck, dude. And they've lost eight of their last twelve games. So, I mean, how do, I know think, five. how do you think Rick Pitino feels about this game? <laughs> I bet he's scared shitless. <laughs> he's got Louisville, his former team he coached at, and his brother, Richard Pitino. Or is it, uh, uh, is it a son? I think it's his son. I don't know why I said his brother. <laughs> his son, Richard Pitino, coaches Minnesota. So, uh, damn, dude. But the seven seed has won sixty one percent of the seven ten matchups. So we're and they've won seventy one percent of the matchups since twenty thirteen. So the numbers say pick Louisville, but you never know. Yeah. You have to take some of those risks sometimes that may not be one to do it at. Um, we can get to one of those in the next conference, like Florida, Nevada. That's possible too. So I would still go Louisville, yeah, and then Michigan State, obviously. So yeah, that rounds out the East Conference, bro. Yeah, that rounds out the East. Uh, we'll be back. Moving on to the West. Come here, little man, let me talk with you. See if I can paint for you the large picture. Congrats, cause you made it out your mama house. I hope you make enough to buy your mama house. I see your watch icy and your whip form. I got some good advice, never quit torn. Cause that's the way we eat here in this rap game. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving on to the West region. And as I alluded to earlier, the West region is a it's a fucking gauntlet, dude. I would hate to be in this region because you have Gonzaga, you have Syracuse, who, for whatever reason, they find themselves as like an eight seed or like you know one of those mid seeds every year, and then they just you know make a run. Like the year they had to play, in, they had to play in the first four and they ended up in the final four. Yep. And you got Marquette. Gnarly. You got Marquette. You got Murray State. You got Florida State. You have Buffalo. You have Texas Tech. You have Nevada. And you have Michigan. Why? Do I know why? What's third? What's this best, bro? Obviously. Let's be my, real about this. My favorite part about this is Michigan State fans, they are 
they they were mad because <laughs> Michigan got the <laughs> highest, Michigan got the highest two seed, and Michigan Michigan State beat Michigan all three times they played this year, and Michigan still ended up with the highest the highest two seed in the tournament, but that highest two seed netted them in this region. So if I'm a Michigan State fan, I'm like shit. <laughs> You can take that. You can take yeah. the highest two seed. I have won nothing to do with this region. I would be so mad if I was a Michigan fan, dude. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, the I guess one, the one thing is you don't have to play Duke potentially, but like the one time, fun. the one time you did want the benefit of the doubt, like this is the time, and <laughs> <laughs> I would be, dude, I would be heated. Like Gonzaga could legitimately lose in the second round to Syracuse. They really could, dude. Like, that would I, bust everyone's bracket. That's like what bracket. That's just how it goes. And I would, and like you know, Gonzaga's there. Like this is what they do. They have a great regular season. They do all these great things during the regular season. They were thirty and three in the regular season. They were undefeated in conference play. Their BPI rank is second in the country. But every time they get in the tournament, Mark Few and his team, they just crap the bed. We're gonna lose Clint. Yeah, we're gonna lose Clint for a second. <laughs> but as I say, yeah, every time we get here, like Gonzaga, like they're they do so well during the regular season. This year was no exception. They have Rory Achimura. And I come like, oh my god. Hi. Hi Clint. Hi. <laughs> right. right. Hello. Nice um, to have you back. Um, Gonzaga sucks, bro. I was in Vegas two. I was in Vegas two weeks ago, which was absolutely epic. That's one of the reasons why we didn't record. It was fucking awesome. Mike Andrew Bucks playing blackjack, got some numbers, choked a bitch in the club like a good choke, like a sexy choke. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say this man just admitted. Yeah. <laughs> that was hella funny. Someone called um, Vegas PD. <laughs> it was great um, but that was the St. Mary's game before it was the last game of the regular season or second to last game and St. Mary's was I think up or I think maybe down by two or three in the first half but Gonzaga looked like shit and I was like dude Gonzaga did end up winning by what 17 so but that's fucking St. Mary's I mean come on and then St. Mary's came right back and then beat him in the uh, conference championship. Yep. So, like I said, Gonzaga, they're they're prone to losing, you know, games in in big spots. Big and games. that one eight seed, that one versus eight matchup against Syracuse that could potentially play out, it may not bode well versus Gonzaga. My no. favorite game that I'm going to be locked in on from start to finish is Marquette versus Murray State. Ooh. Like you want to talk about two of the best point guards? Two of the best talk about some shooters, bro. You want to talk about some ballers? Some. You want to talk about ballers? You want to talk about some balling? Some ballers? Like the, the big baller brand. Like <laughs> what is Ryan? Ryan said. Depp says. Always says he's a. They're a walking bucket. Like. Yep. They're a walking bucket. John Morant and Marcus Howard are certified bucket getters. They, Marcus Howard legitimately scored forty points in the second half of a game. 
John Moran is probably a top five pick in that in this year's NBA draft. One hundred percent, dude. This is gonna be so a top three pick first, maybe, dude. Like this guy's a fucking crazy, and they're they're like what Murray State's eighty three points per game. They are run up and down the floor as fast as you can. You can't catch me. We're the Murray State Racers. I'm the Morant man. <laughs> exactly. You can't catch me. I'm the Morant man. Like that's basically what this is. The Durmarantula. The Morantula. This is basically a game of who's it? This is basically a game of who has ball last. Who's got ball last? <laughs> you know what you talk about in football all the time. Whoever's got the football last is gonna win the game. Like whoever's got whoever's got a chance for the game winning shot, that's who that's who's winning this game. Is is Marcus Howard um have a bum wrist? Is he alright? <laughs> Marcus Howard would be fine. <laughs> It would be fine. I mean, they did lose to Kansas by nine. Um, they lost to Kansas. They waxed Buffalo. They beat Wisconsin. Beat they did wax, wax Buffalo. They split with, uh, with Villanova. They beat Kansas State, who everybody says Kansas State's got one of the best defenses in the country. They beat them by double digits. Waxed. <laughs> waxed. Waxed. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, we could run out, we could run off their schedule, bro. Like <laughs> Buffalo, wax, wax, state, wax. wax. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the time they beat Villanova, wax, wax, at least 15, 12. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up too. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up too. Hey, there's a uh, you got a free coupon discount for that wax. <laughs> Oh, hey, get that car wash for free. Wax. Wax. Pull up to the shop, get your wax. Come collect uh, your ass whooping. UMBC. Marcus Howard redeeming. Hey, they played UMBC, who beat Virginia last year in that 16-1 matchup. Wax. Wax. <laughs> I don't even see them in the fucking tournament this year. Oh, God, no. They lost in their conference championship, which was – they scored 103 points against Buffalo. In Buffalo, fucking wax. Oh my god! Hundred and three points in regulation, no overtime. Mm. Oh, they beat Villanova by one, so they didn't wax them. Oh, okay. We'll take back the wax just for Villanova. <laughs> Providence, Providence is in the tournament. I'm, no, the Providence is not in the tournament. I lied. Bro, they lost their shit too. Yeah. <laughs> St. John's is in the tournament. Waxed. Waxed. <laughs> By like 30 points. They really did beat him. They beat him by 32. But Marquette did lose to Georgetown and Seton Hall. They do, yeah, both those are, both those teams are tournament teams. Um, What's up with that? Uh, but look, defense is optional with Marquette. They're going to out there. When they win games, they're just going to outscore people. Uh, same goes for Murray State. When, when you win, when they win games, they're just going to outscore people. And I mean, honestly, and like you said, when we're talking about the East region, guard play wins you games in the tournament, and these are yeah. two of the best guards in the country. Yeah. And bro, does does Murray State have some decent defense, or how are they at? Let me see. They just they Murray State just hasn't played anyone. That's just typical of a small. Their sport. BPI isn't bad. They're forty nine. Their BPI is forty ninth in the country. But they lost to Auburn, who was a really good team. They lost to Alabama, who's not in the tournament. And they only split with Belmont. So I mean. The BPI is there. They played some good teams. Like, they played really good teams, I should say. And, you know, 
it's just a product of their schedule. They were twenty-seven and four, and they were sixteen and two in conference play. Yeah, and they were close to that Auburn game. Oh yeah, that Auburn game was close. It's only a five-point loss. Bama two six-point loss. So they're gonna stay in this no matter this, what. Dude, that, oh, God, that game's gonna be so much fun to watch. I wonder what the spread's gonna be. Whatever it is, maybe take if it's over, like over under. Three, take three the over. Or over. Take the yeah. over. Doesn't matter. The over can be 160 points. I'm taking it. That's March 21st at 4:30. I might get off work early so I could watch that at a bar. I don't know what day it is or what time it is. 4:30 Eastern on the 21st. So on Thursday. Thursday. Fuck. It'll start at 3:30. I will just be about ready to leave work. And yeah. No. Next year, I was thinking about today. Like my boys going to Vegas. I want to go to. The, I'll be in Vegas next year for this for the start of the tournament or something, dude. So many games, be so much fun. You remember when we were talking about Nevada early in the season? And we were like, I think actually we talked about Nevada like the very beginning of the season. Like one of the mailback questions was, "Is Nevada a Final Four team?" Yeah, we did. We should and, clip that shit because we were like, "Nah." And we're like, "No." Because they don't play anybody. <laughs> like we, they literally, this question was literally asked to us at the beginning, at the very beginning of the season. Like somebody asked us in our mailbag, like, is, is Nevada, can they get back to the Elite Eight where they were last year? And it's like, no, because they don't play anybody on their schedule. Their best win is against the so good people throughout your schedule so you can judge. Their best game, their best game is against, their best win is against Arizona State. Like, I, I can't. Like, yeah, you score 80 points a game, but. You score 80 points a game against, quote-unquote, lesser competition. In Florida, they, they, if they can play some defense and if they actually hit shots for once in their lives, they oh my God. Florida could actually beat Nevada. I think so, too. That's why I, uh, that's why I didn't – I held off on that 10-7 pick with Louisville, Minnesota, because I think Louisville will probably win. But this is a 10-7 matchup that – I, I could see happening. I could see Florida Florida beating fucking Nevada pretty easily. Um, maybe not easily, but it, it's it's they always have that athleticism. And Nevada just this will probably be one of the better teams they've seen all year. This will probably be the best team in Nevada. And Florida was only Florida, Florida was only nineteen and fifteen on the regular on the regular season. For and real, you don't even still, know what you're gonna. This will still probably be the best team Nevada's faced all season. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like Florida, nineteen and fifteen. I mean, it's Nevada. They are long. I mean, they have a, a Jordan Caroline, but like it's yeah, the Martin twins. The Martin twins, exactly. But when they lose, like they they just like they kind of shrink. I know. I mean, I know one of the brothers does. Obviously, it was like Cody, and I think Caleb's a better one, right? I think. Yeah, I think Caleb's a better. Yeah. The better of the two, but yeah, they like the schedule's just not like it's not it's not convincing enough for me to be like, oh yeah, Nevada, they're going right back to where they were last year. Yeah, no, definitely not, especially in Final Four. I mean, we're talking about them losing this first fucking round. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's not about to lose this first round. The Michigan. Oh yeah, no way. Honestly, Michigan, one of the best defensive teams in the country, and you know. The games they lost against Michigan State is because they faltered on offense down the stretch, which obviously is not ideal, and they can't have that happen in the tournament. So just 
I mean, they can skate by on – and honestly, they did this last year in, uh, during their uh, champ, you know, uh, national title runner-up season last year. They literally skated by on spotty offense, but they played excellent defense the entire tournament. Yep. So, I mean, they can every, – Every – as long as they don't have to see Michigan State, they, they are going to go pretty far. You can end up with a – I mean, yeah, a theoretical Gonzaga-Michigan matchup in the Elite Eight. Uh, honestly, I would think Gonzaga gets knocked out before then. Yeah, that's a good, good call. But because Gonzaga would have to – Florida, I mean, Michigan has a benefit. I mean, they might have to play Texas Tech, who's a really good team. Yeah. But Michigan has the benefit of being on the bottom half of this region. And in the top half of the region, like – the good teams are in the top. I mean, they're all good teams, but in the top half of this West region, it's Gonzaga, Syracuse, Marquette, Murray State, Florida State, and yeah, and Florida State. Like, those are four other teams that yeah. are, you know, really, really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I think most impressively, Michigan beat North Carolina by, what, 17? I mean, wax. I think that was earlier. Yeah, fuck, wax. <laughs> that was earlier in the season, but yeah, Purdue. Purdue, wax. Wax. <laughs> Villanova, wax. Wax. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they, they beat Michigan twice. Oh, Ohio State, wax. Wisconsin, too. Fucking 12-point lead. So, it's, yeah, like I said, as long as they don't play Michigan State, they're going to go pretty far. I mean, I think I always love Michigan. Um, and especially, who's that dude? Well, obviously, Xavier Simpson, but they – Brodzikas, yeah. Jordan Poole, Xavier Simpson, Brodzikas. Like they got, they got, they got, they got, they got the talent. And like we said, like I said, when we were talking about the East Region, like the East Region is second as far as talent pool. The West, the talent pool in this region is unreal. Unreal. Like yeah, exactly, Texas Tech. I'm like, oh my god, they're yeah. they can give a lot of people problems too. Florida State. Fuck. Florida State. Florida State probably, might wax Gonzaga, bro. Like, if, if Florida State doesn't in, do it. Exactly. If Florida State gets by whoever wins between Marquette and Murray State, uh, they could. Either one of those teams could wax Gonzaga. Exactly, dude. Like, it's like. Because fucking St. Mary's, I, the only reason they won is their little point guards just hitting every damn shot. When you got a face good point guard, Gonzaga's about to get waxed. Like, what do you do with the problem with Florida State? Like, like when you're facing Florida State, like you don't know who to. You there's like no one person that's like, okay, we gotta stop this guy because they've had like twenty some odd games where I mean, I think they've had, I can't remember what the number is, but they've had a ridiculous amount of games where they had a different leading score, and their actual average by average their leading score didn't start a single game. <laughs> like, how do you how do you game plan for a team that's like? I can't, I can't pick one guy on this scouting report and say this is the guy we have to stop tonight. That's what makes them dangerous, and they they went on a fourteen and one run to end the season, and that's scary. I mean, this is all it's all about momentum, and obviously guard play. But way to beat guard play is also having a balanced, solid squad. So Florida State is sleep city. The only problem I the only problem I have ever had, and like for Florida State, they've been doing this. Leonard Hamilton's been doing this for about 
over a half decade, like nearly a decade. He's been doing, he's been doing this kind of work with this program. The only problem like I would ever, I ever have year in year out with Florida state is that they just decide at the worst of worst of times to just not show up. Yep. It's seriously complete letdown team. Sometimes like a team as good as Florida state should not lose to North Carolina by 18 points. It's they, they just shouldn't. They've already, they beat Virginia in the ACC tournament because in the ACC, you don't play everybody twice. Yep. So the second time anyone can beat anyone. Yeah. Oof, that's a fucking, yeah. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but they beat, they beat the clamp squad. They, one of their losses to Duke was in the regular season, and they lost off a game winner by Cam Reddish. And then they obviously lost an ACC title game. But they beat Purdue, beat LSU, beat Louisville, and they beat Virginia Tech twice. All of those guys are all those teams are tournament teams. So, like, literally, if Florida State just decides they're going to show up and play hard for 40 minutes, they can beat anybody in this region. That's going to be a fun game to watch. It's at 2 o'clock. Nice. We'll be able to watch it at work. Florida State, Vermont. I can see Buffalo getting past their first-round matchup. Doesn't matter who it gets against ASU. St. Oh, easy. Buffalo, squad. I would love to see St. John. I would love to see St. John's beat ASU just so I can see one more game of Shamari Ponds. <laughs> yeah. I fuck with it. Fuck Arizona State, dude. But whoever wins that game, is, they're taking the L to Texas Tech. In the second round. Yep. Beast. Texas Tech's good, dude. So all these with, athletes, bro. With the rest with the West region, it's legitimately like <laughs> honestly, the West region honestly, of if you if if when like when this bracket starts and like you know we get the percentages of the points out, if you can nail the West region, you're probably go, you're probably going to win your group. Damn, for real. I'm, I'm just gonna straight out say it. Like, cause yeah, I, I, had, I had to write a piece on the. I had to rank the regions from the toughest to toughest to weakest. You know, like without a doubt, West region is the toughest. If you can, if you can nail your West region, ladies and gentlemen, in your bracket groups, you are probably going to win your group. I'm drawing a death skull right under my West region on my bracket right now. Because this Gonzaga could lose in the second round to Syracuse. Or they can lose to, <laughs> or they can lose to Marquette, or Florida State. Florida State. You know. <laughs> Texas Tech. I, I like Michigan in this region, but Texas Tech they could fuck around and make it all the way to Elite Eight. They're that good defensively. Yeah. Nevada can lose in the first round to Florida because they're that good defensively. Michigan could fuck around and not hit shots and then lose to Texas Tech in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I'm excited to see Jared Culver play in those this Texas Tech squad. What's that dude that Tariq Owens or something? He's like fucking blocking everything. Uh, uh, defense is raw. You would think, yeah, Tariq Owens, two and a half blocks a game, and yeah, it's. You would think I would remember these guys' names because they waxed the shit out of Kansas and Texas Tech. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then I just remember watching that West Virginia game a little bit and being like, oh, shit, I see him come back to earth. But seeing someone lose like that and then going into a tournament, you're fucking hungry. They're going to fucking destroy They're gonna be ready to play. Northern Kentucky. I feel bad for him. <laughs> uh, that's your West region, ladies and gentlemen. And like you said, 
if you get the if you nail your West Region, you're probably gonna win your group. So yeah, the West Region of Death, hit that shit. Not and do it in our group. Win a jersey. Win a free exactly. jersey. Exactly. Nail the West Region in our group. Win your jersey. Hey, we'll come back. Jared Culver jersey. I don't care. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna move on over to the right side, not the white side, the right side of the bracket, and. Jeez, Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I said the I almost said the white side, but now I'm looking at this team. It kind of is. It looks like the white side of this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my my ducks are in there, bro. But like, other than that, St. Mary's, Wisconsin, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna hit the South region, and we'll be right back. The South. You're the deep side. The white side. <laughs> you say the south or the fucking deep south side. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TickFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TickFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TickFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TickFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TickFlix. That's TickFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. All right, so we're going to hit the South region. (laughs) Clam Squad. Clam Squad. the region. Um, I was watching Bracketology and they were like, out of like literally every single team in this region plays at like one of the slower, slower paces in the country. And this just plays right into the hands of Virginia because they play at probably one of, if not the slowest pace in the country. But they're Ooh. stupid efficient. Their efficiency was like 30th last year. Offensive efficiency was like 30th last year. It's like up to top five this year. Damn. Who are we just talking about that plays super slow? Um, Ty Jerome. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, Liberty, like, Liberty, Liberty. Yeah. Liberty, they play, but they're on the other side of the bracket, and they're not, oh, yeah, making, yeah. To the, they're not making it to the title game. So. Yeah, no, no, Clamps to Clamp Jr. But, dude. They're Clamp Jr. of Virginia, like, they're – honestly – uh, last year, I don't, like I wasn't gonna pick the sixteen-one matchup, but last year, like I I knew I, I I had a feeling I was like I knew something fucking stupid was gonna happen with Virginia because DeAndre Hunter broke his wrist in the ACC yep. tournament before the uh, NCAA tournament started. I just knew something stupid was gonna happen to prevent them to get into the final four because they were stupid good last year and they're stupid good this year, but now they're full strength. And people didn't know how his wrist was and how like how he was gonna be. And people still picked them. Obviously, I didn't 
pick them to lose in the 16th seed. But I, I do remember that's a reason why I won my bracket last year is because I heard about DeAndre Hunter breaking his wrist, and then I had them losing. I'm going to pull it up right now, but I had them losing – and like the next or maybe the second round, probably the OED eight or something, because people had them going all the way. I had uh, that point. I was, I was, I, I'm all, I was all in, I've been all in on Virginia for like the last five years. <laughs> you have. We've just I'm, been dying for the clam squad. Like literally ever since we started the group chat, like four years ago, I have been like banging the table for Virginia every single season. <laughs> And every single season, it was like five years ago when they had guys like Anthony Gill and Malcolm Brogdon and um, Joe Harris. Joe Harris, like those guys, I was like, this is like the they like the real Clamp Squad. Like this is where I got Clamp Squad from. This like that's clamps, why with dude. Joe Harris, Malcolm Brogdon, London Parentis. Uh, you couldn't get anything past these kids. Anthony bro. Gill, like you, like you couldn't do it. And then they had to play Michigan State back to back years, and they lost both those times. And I'm like. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but damn it, it's year fucking six or whatever it is, and I'm doing it again. I'm the well, clamp squad. This is the, this you is. Had, you had UVA beating Michigan last year. That's what it was, and I had Michigan waxing that ass, and that was the Loyola Chicago that fucking ran through that ass. Boy, I'm. I'm doing it again. I'm clamp. Honestly, they're clamping they're, all the way. They're benefiting from they're benefiting from their region, and then their region. Oh, for sure. Their region isn't as efficient offensively as Virginia is. Like they, everybody in this region, not everybody, but the vast majority of this region is predicated on their defensive abilities. But Virginia does that, and they're stupid efficient on offense, so nothing is going to disrupt them. Yeah, Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter, Ty Jerome. I mean, dude, yeah, they're all healthy this year, and they've only lost to Duke twice and Florida State, which we just talked about being able to possibly make a fat run. Um, this could be the year to go all in on Clamp Squad, bro, and I, I, I'll i probably be doing that, especially in benefit of the region where they're at right now, so. Honestly, you know what we said about Kyle Guy. Kyle Guy is the next Joe Harris in the NBA. We did say it, and he is, and we will be tossing out some clamp fucking tags at this man throughout the tournament. Maybe film some clamp squad shirts. We're gonna throw. I'm throwing clamp squad shirts tied Kyle Guy's way. I'm for gonna, sure. I'm gonna work on this. I'm gonna work on this shit tomorrow. I'm gonna be like Kyle. This is for you, tournament run clamp squads. Bro, we're here for you. We are here for this. We we, uh, we support y'all. The Today with Trey and the future name, which we ain't releasing yet, Avengers Endgame was good. Support you guys. We're, we're for the fans by the fans, and we want to support the Clams. I am a diehard Kansas fan. Let's get but but don't get it twisted. I'm a diehard, and I'm an Oregon fan, obviously. But but but. But clamps, like clamps. We here at the Today with Trey podcast support the clamp squad. <laughs> it's, it's purely business. Exactly. It's, it's clamps, bro. Like clamps. Exactly. <laughs> what you boys gonna do against Wisconsin, though, dude? What you gonna do, bro? I think we all know. I mean, Ducks, like I said, covered seven points, seven games in a row. We had to win out. We had to win out, and we had to win the Pac-12 championship, 
to get a seed in this tournament after we suck some ass throughout this whole regular season. But hey, there's a lot of teams in here that suck ass. We're definitely better than a lot of these teams. And it's it pains me because I think Wisconsin, they're one of the teams I've actually watched all year. Um, and Wisconsin's pretty Wisconsin. Wisconsin's pretty actually pretty decent. So I know a lot of people are picking this as a popular upset, but I don't think you can take Wisconsin lightly. But the way that I talk about momentum and guard play, and I just think we're a lot longer and athletic. It's just Peyton Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard, baby. And Oregon did all of this without Bobo. Exactly. And this is this is definitely one of the better jobs that Dana Altman's done, um, just because we lost Bobo and how we've been able to pull this around. So let's we are we are definitely one of the top defensive teams in the tournament, especially with our length and athleticism. And I know our BPI is a little high, but that's just because of our shitty start. But we're hot, bro. We're yeah. hot. It's always the motto of the tournament. It's not the best team. It's the team playing the best at the time. Exactly, dude. Who's hot? Who has the momentum? Who can carry that mo- the momentum throughout the tournament? Who can get hot throughout the tournament? I we'll mean, that's why right Florida – Exactly. That's why Florida State's so intriguing, too, because they won. They were 14-1 and one to end the season. Like motherfuckers. You can get hot. You can make a run. Exactly. So I'm, that's why I think Oregon going to get that upset. I'm forever going to be – it's it's hilarious to me. Kansas State wins the Big 12 regular – well, they want to share the Big 12 regular season title, broke the streak of Kansas. Whatever, I'm not worried about it. Oh. And still – Was Dev talking shit? And still could not get a better draw in the South <laughs> region. They still have to stay in the South region. Kansas gets to be in the Midwest, and they have a chance to play at the Sprint Center in the Sweet 16. It's true. That is hilarious to me that Kansas State fans talked all that shit after winning the Big 12 for the first time in I don't know how long. And they still have to travel halfway across the country. It sucks, the Sweet 16, the Sweet 16 is in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, Louisville's not – it's not, you know, super far from Kansas. It's not like the worst trip in the world. But their first two – their the first two rounds is in San Jose. Yep. That's halfway across the country in California. That's a, a day-and-a-half, two-day drive if you're going to drive from Kansas to California. Oh, yeah, and that's like a couple-hour drive from UC Irvine. And UC Irvine – this is a boy, Kansas State. <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> watch out. Like, now that you said that, now that you said that, Clint, like, and Kansas State might be without Dean Wade because, like, when they were doing, you know, how they you know, always show, like, you know, cameras of, you know, little clips of the teams as their teams are being announced. Yeah, yeah. Dean Wade, Dean Wade was in a boot. Ooh, shit. And, and one of the KC uh, news news reporters said he would that he had somebody text him. Source said that he wouldn't be surprised if this was la- if Dean Wade's played his last game as a Kansas State Wildcat. Damn, dude! And they they kept it under wraps, and they're saying he's made conference or they're, he's making some progress. Bro, <sighs> this isn't looking good, dude. And if they somehow still beat UC Irvine with just being a better team, and Oregon is hot and it waxes the Wisconsin's ass, you best believe Kansas State's about to get 
waxed. If Kansas State loses in the first round of UCR by now, you're never going to hear the end of it for me. <laughs> Ryan will legitimately have to drive to my house, and he, he will have to fucking. He's gonna have to leave the group chat for sure. He's gonna have, he's gonna have to leave the group chat because I'm I'm, I'm ultimate I'm slander. On, I'm on your head. I'm ultimate on your slander. These entire... thirty and five, bro. Better watch out. They can get hey, hot. Hey, I go I go to visit Adrian at Manhattan every uh every night when I can. I, they they'll, they'll never let me back. <laughs> they ain't gonna let me back in Manhattan. Man, that would be such a funny upset, dude. <laughs> Villanova's got St. Mary's. St. Mary's, as we alluded to earlier, beat Gonzaga. They got a good guard player. They got a big old white dude down low like they always do, cleaning up. They always get these Australians. Yep. They are St. Mary's. They are known for the Australians. Australians love the weather out right here. It's just the closest thing they can get. Outside of Steve Nash, who is Canadian, St. Mary's is the hub of Australian basketball players. You know St. Mary's like 20 minutes for me? 15 minutes, maybe? That's pretty nice. Got to be stupid smart to get in that school, too. Yeah. Villanova's still going to be one day. Villanova's still going to beat that ass. Yeah, because Jay Wright's just a mastermind of a head coach. Um, Purdue drew a three seed. And you remember last year when I was talking shit on Carson Edwards? Yeah, big time. And he, big he, time. And he, and he, and he liked it. Yeah, he like no. He I, I tweeted. I said, well, if, if if Purdue plays Texas Tech, because uh, I was like, I was in this total debate. I was like, Keenan Evans is better than Carson Edwards. I ain't got this debate with Jay Coon. So, oh yeah, Keenan Evans greater than signed Carson Edwards. And I was like, I said, I tweeted out. I was like, Texas Tech plays Kate Purdue, which they ended up doing. I was like, Keenan Evans is gonna fuck Carson Edwards up. <laughs> And Carson Edwards favored it. He like he liked the tweet. <laughs> he thought it was lo funny. Lo and behold, lo and behold, what happened? Keenan Evans got that ass. Got got in that ass. Carson Edwards knew it too. Now Purdue, they did split with Michigan State, but Michigan, they got waxed. Waxed. <laughs> they did beat Wisconsin. They did lose to Florida State by one. They split with Maryland, but they're playing Old Dominion, who beat Syracuse and beat VCU. I don't. That's scary. I don't think Old Dominion would beat Purdue, but no, they're not big enough to <clears throat> to rebound with Purdue. Yeah. Cincinnati's got Iowa. Um, Cincinnati. If there was, if you ever had to pick a second, that's a scary. See, if you is... ever had to pick a second Clams quad team, it'd be Cincinnati. Even more so than Liberty, Clam Jr.? Even more so than Liberty, because Cincinnati's been doing it longer than Liberty. Yeah, Liberty's like Clam Sr., and then, no. Virginia's Clam Sr., Cincinnati's yeah. Clam Jr., and Liberty's Clam for the third. <laughs> that works. There you go. <laughs> Clam the third, hashtag Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like Cincinnati, bro. I've always just loved their like their their style of play and their jerseys are dope as fuck, dude. Bearcats. They're always fun to watch. Cincinnati is awesome. Nick Cronin is the man. Tennessee's well, argue that. Tennessee's got Colgate waxed. What? <laughs> Colgate, yeah, oh, for sure. Bye. I didn't even think about it. See a Colgate. Was that a toothpaste? Get the fuck out of here. 
But as it looks like this region is basically set up for Tennessee and, and Virginia to get to the Elite Eight and play each other for a chance at the Final Four. Yeah. It's, we talked about we talked about the talent pool earlier. If we're gonna talk about talent pool. This region probably has the least amount. Oh, uh, what the fuck! Just because St. Mary's, Old Dominion, UC Irvine, G. <laughs> Webb, Colgate, and questionably Oklahoma are in this doesn't mean that. What's <laughs> <laughs> like? What's like the whole bracket? These teams are all good. Like, like I'm not. We are because they're in the tournament for a reason. These teams are all good, but if we're talking individual talent on an individual basis, it probably has the least. Like, if you had to rank the talents in each region, Tennessee, probably Tennessee is probably stoked. Tennessee, I know. Even after their falters at the end of the season, losing to Kentucky and all this other stuff, um, losing to Auburn twice. I mean, yeah, t- fucker. You, but you like you would still be like if you're a Tennessee fan, you would still be like, I like what I like where we're at. Clay Travis was mad because of the draw that Tennessee got. I'm like, have you like looked at the region you're in? You play your second round game would be against second either Cincinnati or Iowa, who are not as good as you. You end up playing either Villanova, most likely Villanova or Purdue in the Sweet Sixteen. You're better than either of those teams. Like, then that boom that puts you in the Elite Eight against more than likely Virginia. Why is he why is he upset? Like why would you be mad about that kind of draw? As like, opposed to being in the death fucking West. Exactly. You could have been yeah, you could have been where fucking Michigan is or you or even where Michigan State is because they got LSU, Louisville, Minnesota in their region. For real, if they played in the if they played in the Midwest, they'd probably lose the fucking Houston. Or the, only like, reason you, the only reason you're not in the Midwest is because you lost to Kentucky. So you have the yep. for a two seed, you have probably have the most favorable draw in yeah. the entire turn. So I, if you're a Tennessee fan, you have nothing to be upset about. They just saw they just saw that Auburn was a five seed, and they're like, oh, we wouldn't have to play them until later. So yeah, it's, don't be mad. Be don't get mad. Get glad. Yeah, well, just go out there and fucking play basketball and prove yourself then start staying on fools, waxing that ass. Exactly. You're better than these teams in your region. Maybe not Go out there and stomp Colgate by 40. Exactly. Colgate. Waxed. Waxed. (laughs) Colgate lands, I'm going to fucking go crazy. Just fucking go out there and play basketball. You're better than these teams. Just go play basketball and the rest will take care of itself. Stick to your strengths. (laughs) Boy, I'm looking at this Kansas UC Irvine matchup, and if Dean Wade doesn't play and they don't hit shots, it'll be the uh, my time. My my mentions will be in shambles. <laughs> I'm stoked, dude. I'm just excited to see that. What is that? Ryan's gonna listen to this. Friday. Ryan's gonna listen to this. He's gonna be pissed off, <laughs> dude. I mean. Depth, just give us some inside information on Dean Wade, bro. Like, is he gonna play or not? I mean, if he's not, then yeah, we know maybe. I need to, I need to know before Thursday, Ryan, because they play on they play on Friday, so I actually won't even know. We'll need that logo. Yeah, it's on Friday. We'll need that logo by Friday too, if you could. Yeah, we don't need that logo too. 
since you didn't give us a pure sweat shirt from like the last three years, then or, uh, or it's a pro bono work or a Depp and Skills Academy shirt. But yeah, you know, have you, you got this? I know that you have in the trunk of your car. <laughs> Classic dude, and then we're shouting him out. And hey, we're gonna give you this guy, and we're gonna give you this kind of clout. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna you know what. We're going to go back and censor the name so we don't know. Nobody knows who it is. Put a beep in there. Beep. Yeah, beep. <laughs> Ryan. Boop. Shut up. Boop. Oh, God. All right. That's the South region. The white side of the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. Wow. Why is the white side the one with the least talent? This is fucked up. God, that was... <laughs> It fits so perfectly, too. I know. It was such a mistake. <laughs> it was a, you know, at least a mistake came in. It kind of worked out if you want to laugh at it. Oh, <laughs> What's your joke if you can't laugh at it? All right, we'll Fuck, come dude, back. it's 2019, bro. You can't watch the dick. I know, right? When we come friend. back, we're going to wrap this thing up with the grand. Midwest region where my Kansas fan. Jayhawks reside. Everybody see me ballin'. Big ballin', I be with my brothers. Thanking God, then I thank my mother. She beat the eyes, made it out the struggle. Mellow pulled up in the lamb. Jello pulled up in the right. People hating on the brand. Why? Three B's, never sorry. Nah, big ballers making boss moves. Double law with the cleanest shoes. Red demon know that zeal too. Like to light, man, I'll never lose. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back to wrap up this tournament preview. We're going to wrap it up with the Midwest. The good old Midwest. North Carolina, one seed. The good old tumbleweeded Midwest now. All right, well, we're not that. North Carolina, Kobe, what? Uh, yeah, the, Midwest, <laughs> the Midwest is already home to the best hair in the tournament. <laughs> Dude, it's true. That thing is fucking. That yeah. is a gnarly for a man. It really like, is. He got some soul glow in that bitch. If, if black people could have flow, Kobe White is our spokesperson. <laughs> that thing is just flying with the wind, dude. That is a tumbleweed. When he gets in West tumbleweed on his head, it is even better. Like when he gets flying in transition, that hair is just like. It, it's boy. It'd be like if you if you're one of those people that picks brackets on like you know weird stuff like your favorite color or like what color looks best or like who's got the best looking player or like who's got the best hair. North Carolina's got to go all the way. A hundred percent. Colby White, dude, he is good, man. Watching exactly. that Duke game, he was balling out. Hey, hey, do me a favor. Look up a picture of him right now. And tell me when you are. I'm looking it up right now. All right, I got it. All right. Okay, if you take away the hair, tell me this man does not look like Andrew Wiggins. This man is a splitting image of Andrew Wiggins without the hair. As long as he does, yeah, if you take off the facial hair. Yeah. Facial hair isn't grown out. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Wiggins. I see it. (laughs) No. I was looking at this. I was like, is that Wiggins' little brother? And then like, I was like, she's called me white. I see it now. Dude, Dude. it's like kind of uncanny. And now you'll be, you won't be able to not see it with I that hair. I mean, I dude, 
And it wouldn't be impressive if he wasn't a baller. He balls out. Yeah, you can't have hair like that and, be, and not be a baller. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You'd just be a fucking weirdo. Oh, exactly. Let's see. Well, North Carolina wax that ass. North Carolina lost to Virginia by eight. They did beat Duke two out of three times, but both those times were without Zion. Um, and then the one time Zion played, they won. Duke Duke ended up winning, but you know it was a it was a literally down to the last down to the buzzer actually. Um, yeah, that was a hell of a good game, dude. They beat Gonzaga by thirteen. Waxed. Waxed. <laughs> beat Virginia Tech by twenty one. Waxed. Waxed. Florida State by eighteen. Wax. Wax. <laughs> so they got it. Cam Johnson is probably the best player in this region. Like Kobe White's nice, but Cam Johnson is probably the best player in this region. That dude is a baller. Yeah. Certified baller. Certified G. I'll give I'll give you that. Let's see. Utah State and uh, Washington's right beneath them. Um, dude, I was looking when Washington lost to Oregon. What was the score I, of that game? I can't remember. Did they win by like twenty? They won by double digits. I know that much. Yeah, <laughs> it was twenty. Washington, I know exactly how much it was. Washington is weird to me because they don't have any like any like super super good wins because they lost to Oregon twice. They beat them. They beat them once, but they got they got waxed by Auburn by twenty two. Yeah, lost lost to Virginia Tech by twelve, and then but then they only lose to Gonzaga by two points in their annual Gonzaga versus Washington matchup. Like I legitimately had to ask myself, like, how good is Washington? Because they're twenty six and eight, but they don't have a, like, they have like no like super good wins. They don't. And Utah State's already beat Nevada. Utah State's pretty decent, dude. They beat St. Mary's by seventeen. Waxed. Waxed. <laughs> and they have the Mountain West Player of the Year, Sam Merrill, scores twenty one points a night, and they have a freshman who gets two and a half blocks a night. I'm going Utah State all the way. Washington is in serious trouble right here. Oh, yeah, they are, especially coming after that loss, dude. They have not that momentum. Like you said, Mountain West Player of the Year, Merrill, they're going to have some problems. I, they probably will lose by 10. Like it's, They don't score enough either. They only score 70 points a game in Utah State. They have to run up and down the fucking floor, uh, and they get 80 points a night. Washington, I feel like Washington. For a team that runs like Auburn, that 22, oh, God. Washington, if it weren't for the fact that they just totally ran through the regular season schedule and their non-conference, they wouldn't be a tournament team. It's true. Oh, and there's really no business in a lot of these Pac-12 teams being in here at all, but there's not a lot of business for a lot of these teams to be here. The talent is kind of – distance himself from a lot of these teams that are in this entire bracket for sure. Um, and, and one thing, one correlation I'm making right now is Washington, you know, obviously Oregon's one of the better defensive teams in the nation. That's where Washington struggles. Utah state has the fucking one of the freshman rim protectors that Quay to do is two and a half blocks a game and they out rebound just about everyone. So not only is Washington in trouble, all Signs are pointing to a getting a new detail in the car. Wax. <laughs> Wax. <laughs> Auburn's got New Mexico State. Um, Auburn is there. Wow. 
I always want New Mexico State to like win, you know, I'm like, let's go Lobos, you know, or like, I always just like want them to shoot, but Auburn should run up and down the floor. You want to talk about a track meet that this game's going to be? <laughs> like, if you blink, you might miss something in this game. The tra- hashtag the track meet. Like, we're probably going to have to put that on the podcast Twitter, like, for this game specifically. Because this is, like, weird. Like, how fast can you go? It's You know that um, the lawnmower commercial, it's not, how, it's not how fast you mow well, it's how well you mow fast? Yep. That's what this game is. <laughs> It's not. It's not how. It's not how well you play fast. It's how fast you play well. And this is like New Mexico State. That's what I was trying to. I'm trying to look at some of their their stats. Yeah, they only lost to Kansas by three. Track meets, dude. And that was. I'm pretty sure that was a game at the Sprint Center. So it was. It wasn't. It was at Kansas, but it was in the. Yeah, I think it was in the Sprint Center. So it wasn't at the Fieldhouse. What does that mean? Why does that matter? Because Allen Fieldhouse is a totally different ball game. No, but they still were. You know, just like just how Austin Stadium is for football. Yeah, but you said it was close, right? It's just not the right one. It's just never. It's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. Yeah, Allen Fieldhouse is not the same because one, because there's not as much access. Because the students is what makes Allen Fieldhouse go, and there's not as many student tickets available. Sprint Center as there is obviously now Fieldhouse. It's a lot of old people or you know, fucking business partners taking their clients out to a game to seal a, a business deal. Yep. Well, shit. I mean, I know Auburn, dude. I'm just looking at their schedule right now. They won like their last like eight games, dude. Mm-hmm. Jared Harper, Bryce Brown, two guards who. Jared Harper can light up the scoreboard in a heartbeat, and they both play excellent defense. And Bruce Pearl is Bruce Pearl's Bruce Pearl, one of the best coaches in the country. Right, coming off his twenty-point win against Tennessee, who we were talking about has a lot of waxed, fucking wax, bro. Like Mr. Miyagi, like Danielson, wax on. Wax <laughs> Auburn is susceptible to losing games, so they lost to Kentucky twice. They lost to Duke. They twice. have the leg right now. You say, yeah. Auburn's they're susceptible to losing games. Lost to Kentucky twice. Lost to Duke by six. Lost to LSU by five. Split with Mississippi State, and they lost to Ole Miss twice. But they did beat they did beat Tennessee twice. So, right track factor. All, that track meets all fine and dandy, but you gotta stop somebody at some point. But it won't matter yeah. in this game because uh, <laughs> just like we were talking about uh, the Murray State Marquette game, whoever got ball last is winning this game. What did you say? I said just like we are talking about Murray State and um, Marquette, whoever got ball last, they're winning. Oh, yeah. I know. That's going to be another close spread type of thing for sure. Come, come down to the last shot. So it's <laughs> – Man, these, I'm just getting juice, bro. I love – I wish I'm going to Vegas now. I'm calling off work. I'm going in. Kansas got Northeastern, and we're going to – it's a problem that we have to play a team that plays four guards. Yep. I mean, I think Kansas still beat Northeastern just because, you know, Kansas has better talent than um, – Through and through, just a lot better talent, yeah. Yeah, but – 
I'm gonna be, nervous, I'm gonna be sweating. Bro. I'm gonna be sweating. I'm you not, are nervous already. I can hear I'm it in nervous. your voice, dude. Bro, dude, like <laughs> this is the first time in like almost ten years, KU's had to play a game, had to play their first round game that wasn't in one of the neighboring states. So it wasn't in Nebraska, um, Kansas City. Um, Oklahoma. Yeah, where is it? Oh, uh, yeah, this it's is all the way out in Salt Lake City. They're in Utah. Yeah, it's not the you know. Oh, even better, we're gonna run fucking track meets in Salt Lake City where you can't breathe. Yep, the elevation, bro. And you have three freshmen. Lack of experience <laughs> is your only issue, and then you're sitting there, you know, at the Huskies. Shooting about thirty nine percent on threes, forty eight percent on the field, four guards, well coached veteran. The only thing that we have in our favor is we played like the most impossible schedule out of anybody in the country. Yeah, for sure. Kansas has played thirty. They played 34 games, and I think it's like twenty six or twenty seven over against teams that are currently in the tournament. And New Mexico State won, so I think it is twenty seven games. Yeah. That's pretty gnarly. I mean, they lost to Kentucky by eight, beat Tennessee by six, Michigan State by five, beat a split with Texas Tech, lost we, twice to Iowa State. The problem with that, like, when I look at the, the Tennessee and the Michigan State wins, like, we were full strength in. Like, we had Dope, we had LeGerald Vic. Yeah. And now we don't have – And did you have Ozabuki too? Yeah. Yeah, we had Doke, had LeGerald Vic, and now we don't. So, like, yeah, we beat Tennessee by six. Yeah, we beat Michigan State by five, but those are two totally different teams. How's your defense? I mean, Northeastern also lost to Trash. Tech by 28, though. We did, We have these moments where we decide we want to show up and where we just don't. It sounds like Northeastern does, too. I'm looking, looking at lost to Syracuse by 23. Virginia Waxed. Tech, 28. Waxed. <laughs> yeah. They lost only by to Vermont by five, but they beat Bama by sixteen. So Bama's not in the field. So look, Kansas should win just because they have Bill Self and they have superior talent than Northeastern. But I'm gonna be fucking. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm fucking sweating bullets in the last two minutes of the game. Oh yeah, and then if if you play if you play Auburn next, you better watch out. If we play Auburn next, we better get the oxygen mask ready. Y'all gonna be fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> The only way we're winning that game is if Deidre lost against like twenty-five and ten. It's possible. We'll probably. I mean, out. he's a lock for like he's a pretty much a lock for damn near twenty and ten a night. But I'm gonna need like I'm gonna need like thirty and ten, thirty and fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> At least. And it's still funny to me. Kansas, Kansas wins. You know, they win their first two games. Their Sweet Sixteen game, right back in Kansas City, Missouri. That's pretty funny. That is hilarious. Kansas State, they did all that work. They worked so hard. <laughs> they won the regular season championship. They, they, they played so well all season just to have to stay in the South region and not get a chance to play at Kansas City. <laughs> so, fuck you, K-State. I know. I'm like, still talking about him. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. It is hilarious to me. And, like, Kansas City Media is kind of trash. But they're like, how does Kansas get this kind of draw with not winning the regular season schedule and yada, yada, I was like, have you looked at the schedule we played, dude? 
<laughs> but the the schedule that we played, coupled with the fucking distractions and what have you that we've had, injuries yeah. and all that other shit, and to go twenty six and nine, I'm like, whew. This is a win for me. This is a fucking great season. 25 and 9. Don't give yourself an extra win. All right, whatever. 25 and 9. <laughs> 25 and 9. We had we lost Legero Vic because of personal issues. We lost Doe because he got hurt. Sylvia DeSouza got suspended for two fucking full seasons. And we still win 25 and 9? I will take All that right. fucking heartbeat. All right, so then we got Iowa State versus Ohio State. Didn't Iowa State just wax your ass? Yeah. Oh, shit, by like 12 points. Bro, Iowa State has some legitimate ballers. They did. Oh, for real. Mariel Shayok, the original Clamp Squad member. Mariel fucking Shayok. He's an original Clamp Squad member. He is a Joe Harris Clamp Squad member. Beast. Like. That's how old Muriel Shayok is. He is, dude. He's fucking 23 years old. Oh, Joe Harris. Clamp squad. Play he is. Dude, I remember this dude. He's dark in the night. I love it. This was a monster. Only reason he transferred is because he wanted to score more. And boy, he is. Boy, is he scoring more. He's getting 19 points a game. Fuck. They don't play a lick of defense, but... They don't give a shit because they're going to score damn near 80 points a night. Exactly. They're going to destroy Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State's just not as good as them. Houston, there should be Georgia State. Um, yeah. And then set up the Iowa. That Iowa State-Houston matchup, track me. Yeah, that's for sure, track me. And that's going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's so they won't have to worry about not being able to breathe. Yeah, it's, it's it's true. They'll be able to breathe, bro. Honestly, Kentucky Kentucky's gonna walk to the Elite Eight. It's looking that way, dude. Like the bottom half of the Midwest region, they're they're just gonna walk to the Elite Eight. Kentucky's just a lot better team, bro. They got a pretty favorable draw. Yeah. Uh, like there's no there's just no way around it. You're gonna play Either Seton Hall or Wofford, you're head and shoulders better than them, and then you're gonna play Iowa State or prob- probably Iowa State or Houston, and you're head and shoulders above them too. Houston might give you a little bit more of a battle, but you're just your talent is just better than theirs. Yeah. And John Calipari is a terrible exit. No, I shouldn't say terrible. He's not as good as an exit and O's coach, so if they could, you know, fuck around and lose against Houston, now that I'm saying this, but they're gonna. They should. They should walk to the elite. Like, they're just better than everybody in the bottom half of the Midwest. I know. I'm just now – it's those 7 and 10 seeds that always are tricky for me. Like, you know, just seeing Seton Hall, we were seeing how they just came away with two victories over, what, Marquette or one of those other tougher teams. Seton Hall, they beat – Seton Hall has already beat like, Kentucky. Exactly, bro. Seton Hall beat – fucking shows up. And they beat Marquette twice. So, and they beat Maryland, who's also on the field in one of those first four games. And they've beaten Villanova. So, but Wofford is there. Uh, they've been scoring a lot. Like, uh, Wofford scores so many points, but when they play, like, superior talented teams, superiorly talented teams, they get waxed. They lost North Carolina by 11. Waxed. Waxed. Lost to Kansas by 25. 
Wax. Boston, Mississippi, Mississippi State by 11. Wax. Wax. Oklahoma by 11. Wax. Wax. So, like, when they play Kansas by 30. Wax. They lost to Kansas <laughs> by fucking 25 points, dude. Rotina scores 83 points a game and just get beat that bad. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? So I mean, I I mean, even if Wofford does beat Seton Hall, they're not. They're. I'm sorry, Kentucky's gonna beat that ass. I feel like Seton Hall can win that game, dude. They could, just because of the you know the track record that Wofford's shown this season. And Seton Hall always Seton Hall some impressive wins for a Tennessee. Yeah, they got some pretty – they just – Villanova, Kentucky, Marquette twice, Maryland. And they did lose the St. John's. They suck. But I guess Wolford hasn't lost since – they've won 20 straight games. Yeah, they 42% got out of, on three. They got out of non-conference, and then they went to conference play and ran through everybody. Damn. Fuck it. Wolford. Wolford train. Wolford Terriers. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out, though. I mean, they're as good as offensively as any other team in this region or in the tournament. So, well, in their last 20 games, they're 18 and 0 in conference play, even though it's shitty and they average 10.4 points. They're taking setting all down and they're going to give Kentucky. No, they're going to get waxed by Kentucky. Yeah, probably. Most likely. <laughs> well, shit, then, I mean, I guess you might as well call out your final four, bro. And we can we, – we don't need to go through everything, but why don't you give me your final four? My final four. What do you want to do? I'll give uh, – we'll just give it out. Let's see. My final four, I would have Duke. I'm going to take Duke, North Carolina. Well, I'm going to just go left side and then right side. So, Duke, fuck. I'm going to take Michigan. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to take Virginia. And I'm going to take North Carolina. God, that's fucking three for one seeds, and I just know that's not how it's going to pan out. I know. We'll see. That's always how it works. (laughs) Three one seeds into two. God, it's – but I mean, I, I I can't I can't I can't see. I can obviously see another way, but like just looking at it on paper, I'm like, I don't see anybody beating. I don't see anybody in the East beating Duke. Maybe Virginia Tech could beat them, but other than that, I don't see anybody else beating Duke. Yeah, Virginia The West Tech. Region. If fucking Florida State made it, made the Elite Eight, and then to the Final Four, I wouldn't be shocked in the least bit. I can see that. Well, you have to remember, too, fucking Xavier was a number one seed last year, and they lost in their second round to Florida State. I had Florida State winning that game, though. I had Xavier. Uh, yeah, that I was never sold on Xavier that year. So, But I, I had Florida State winning that game. But that, the thing is that you might have to do it again. And then even – Oh, Kansas was the one seed last year. Like, literally, like, well, Kansas made the final. That's two one seeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, I'm sitting here looking at this. Like, Kansas, is for as bad as they looked on occasion, like, if they can get to the Sweet 16, they get to play at home. They get to play at Kansas City. Like, that just makes 
a bigger difference than they have a Hall of Fame head coach. So, like, if Kansas fucking walked to, made it to the Elite Eight and somehow beat Kentucky to go to the Final Four, like, I I wouldn't shock, it wouldn't shock me either. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I said I got the 3-1 season in Michigan, but fuck, dude. If anything, the one thing I am, I am locked in, zeroed in on is Virginia in the Final Four. I'm not backing off of this. You can tell me whatever you want. I don't yeah. give a shit what you say to me. Uh, yeah. I'm locking I'm Virginia be... into my Final Four. Me too. Yeah, we're riding clamps out this year, bro, no matter what. You could give me the most convincing stat that would say otherwise, and I'm not backing off of it. Fuck no. Virginia squad going to the final four. They it's are lock it in, put it in your futures bed or whatever. They're going to the final four. Yeah, this Midwest region's I mean, they're so shitty. It's like how can North Carolina or Kentucky or Kansas not come out of it, you know? And that's hard to like take a risk on doing something different. It's really gonna be you know, knocking this West down, like you said. Like Michigan could win and then Texas Tech could end up beating them. And then Texas Tech could be playing like Syracuse and then beat them and go all the way. You never fucking know. It's that West. I could like do like we said. That's the death, the death region. If you get the West region, you're winning your group. It's that simple. It is, bro. You got the East, aka the fucking the Isle of Duke, aka just Duke. That's all you got. I mean I guess I can see them losing to maybe Virginia Tech, like you said. Maybe LSU. We were pumping that up a little bit. Um, I don't see Michigan State getting that W. I can maybe see LSU. I, I just everyone wants Duke to win, and I just don't think it works like that sometimes. I and, yeah, it just it, it it really just does. And it may not be till the Final Four till one of these hotter teams win, or even the championship, but. Imagine if we saw Clamp Squad versus Duke, bro. Part three. We have a legit, yeah, and we have a legit chance of seeing that again. So I would pay heavy money to watch Virginia play Duke again. See RJ get locked down by the Clamp. God, the only reason Duke beat Virginia in in Virginia was because RJ Barrett decided he wanted to make like eight threes. And the dude shoots eight threes in a row. (laughs) The dude shoots like less than 30% from three on the season. He decided he wanted to make like eight of his 10 threes. That's the only reason they beat them in Virginia. Classic. And it happens to Virginia all the fucking time, dude. It does. It always seems to happen to them. Like, what the fuck? Like, when Virginia loses, it's because somebody decides they want to go fucking bonkers and hit every single shot. And it's the, it's. We're sick of it. <laughs> I'm beyond sick of it, dude. I'm just, like it's gotta stop. It's gonna stop this year, bro. I'm putting my good juju towards it. We're gonna make it happen. Tony Bennett does not deserve this. See, poor man's not gonna be able to fucking. This blood pressure is gonna be through the goddamn roof. How many threes did UMBC hit last year? It was like fucking close to fifteen. At least fifteen, and it was every single every- time. Every time these motherfuckers shot the ball, it was like it was. Damn, like, it was damn, they had like four Clay Thompsons, bro. 
they got to it, it literally got to a point where like when they shot it, it was like, damn, that's going in. No matter what, it was every player was lights out and you've never seen anything like it. Like it was it was a fifteen point game, and then you're oh they're coming back, and then a twenty point game, and then a twenty five. It's like it was ridiculous. I was like, Are you fucking I felt bad for the kids out there. Dude. Shit's got to stop, dude. Tony Bennett does not. Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. <laughs> Thankful, <laughs> thankfully. Apollo, throw in the towel. Thankfully, I don't see a team in Virginia's region that's just going to fucking just start making it rain like fucking Golden State. Yeah. Unless, you know, you see Irvine. This shit, though. This shit's got to stop. <laughs> Well, dude, I'm excited. Well, make sure you guys you hop in our brackets right now. Um, I'm looking at Trey's tweet that he put out on his Twitter on his personal one, and the link doesn't work. So if you tried to click on Trey's link, I'm sorry. Um, I'll fix it. <laughs> but we'll definitely be posting this again. Remember, winner gets a free jersey. So get your shit together. It's fucking easy to enter your shit. So come join us and be along for the ride. We're going to have 10 track meets at least. I mean, we're at least 15 track meets, maybe, bro. We, we, we're seeing a lot. Some in Utah. The, the <laughs> fucking uh, Murray State Marquette is like, that's the, that's the heat that Usain Bolt's running in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got that game circled, bro. I'm stoked for that. Yeah, so you know how you know how in the Olympics everybody stopped to watch Usain Bolt. <laughs> Your equivalent is Marquette versus uh, Murray State. And you hit that over. I don't give a shit what the over under is. It could be 180 points. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting it. I'm betting the over. I'm dropping the house on it. <laughs> All right, guys. Rebrand is coming. It's actually here. It's here. Rebrand 2019 is here. Make sure you go to the Post Podcast Network. Go to postpodcastnetwork.com. You can find everything you need there. Uh, the, the, our storefront will be up um, in the near future for merchandise, the players' collection. Um, Hell yeah. Once again, shout out to the comments in it uh, for all you guys' help on getting, helping me get this comments in merchandise up and running. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get the uh, the Wabadex um, on shirts too. Oh hell yeah, yeah definitely definitely toss me that that way. Um, toss me the link. So I want to I want to see that shit too. Our storefront, oh. the storefront for this all will be up in the near future. Name coming soon to theater near you. The new name for the podcast, baby. Figure this out today. We're stoked about it. Um, already just working on our logo and the rebrands here, dude, we're absorbed in this new umbrella, a lot more people that be coming on our show pretty soon. Some more guests get it more exciting. Obviously you need to go follow my podcast at warriors underscore pulse. Also on the pulse podcast network. That's what's fucking nice about us having a website, dude. It's like, here's not another link. Go to anchor iTunes. I mean, you still do that to subscribe, but, be able to be like, hey, just go to a website and check everything else out for yourself. Get some merch, 
see everything else that's going on, see the other promos that we got, our Thrive Fantasy codes that we're still up. I'm honestly going to put fucking one of Alonzo Ball's songs on this episode. You are ridiculous. But I guess I'm also I making I'm also I'm also making that uh LeVar Ball No Lies Told shirt too. Yeah, just keep that off my page. <laughs> I'm kidding. We all know he's told a few lies, bro. Good boy ain't never told a lie. He ain't never told a lie in his life. He never told a lie. Dude said he turned Lonzo Ball into a loser, and now he's but now dude said Luke Walton turned Lonzo Ball into a loser, and now look, Luke Walton's about to get fired. <laughs> it's so true. The man ain't never told a lie in his entire <laughs> life. The man said, said Jason Whitlock, the only thing he can comment on is snacks. And then when, then when Jason Whitlock's like, the only reason this drama follows LeBron wherever he goes on an NBA team is because he grew up with the with the single mom. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here with that. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what that's what I really knew. Like when when Levar said it, I was like, yeah, uh, you right, you right. But now, like after he said that, after he had that little uh, fucking spiel he had on his show, yeah, I was like, boy, if you don't sit down and eat a honey bun and shut the fuck up. <laughs> This is, why I can't, this is why Kansas City doesn't claim Jason Whitlock. Damn, bro. Because he came from the Kansas City Star, but he's been hot garbage even even when he was with the KC Star, dude. Dude's been god-awful. That's why we don't wow. claim him. He started from the bottom and he stayed there, and y'all don't even claim him. No. That's fucked Hell up. no, dude. Anybody who's a real... It's one like, your own, bro. He's a Chiefs fan. Anybody. He's a huge Chiefs fan. That's how I knew we were going to lose to the fucking Patriots because he decided he wanted to do that. He wanted to do all Every time when he fucking showed up on... Bad Juju. When he showed up on Speak for Yourself with that fucking headband with the hair too, I was like, God damn it. Here it comes. Here comes the yell. Here it comes. But I had to hold out. Obviously, I had to, you know, I had to keep my poker face. Obviously, I had to keep my poker face. But oh, you um, felt some bad juju emanating. Uh, yeah, on the inside, like I, I turned the TV on. Actually, I didn't even turn it on. I wasn't even watching the show. I just saw it show up on my timeline. Like you know, I the network, the show tweets out you know clips of the show, or whatever. And it showed up on my timeline. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> he had he, to open his fucking mouth. He just had to fucking open his mouth, dude. Speaking about my team. Negative shit. Like I know you're trying to support us, but sometimes shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> God damn it. Jeez, Whitlock, the heat. Get the heat. If Jason Whitlock can make it, goddamn it, I can make it. Hey, we both can make it, bro. We're here. The rebrand is here. It's the start. It's something. <laughs> All right, this has been another fantastic episode of Today with Trey Podcast brought to you by the Pulse Podcast Network. Oh, God, I'm going to enjoy saying that. Brought to you by the Pulse Podcast Network. I'm going to enjoy saying that. I'm, uh, Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what it sounds like. I love it. Hey, that we'll was a bringing, fun time, bro. We'll be bringing you guys more March, March Madness content as the you know, tournament goes on. Yeah. So, Quick episodes, probably a little shorter than you're used to. We might just be pumping out some more content because it's going to be readily available. And it's in our contract. And it's in our contract. (laughs) That's also true. I am now contractually obligated to give you guys content. 
hey, it's a perfect time with this freaking with March Madness, dude. So make sure you follow Trey at Trey Leday 23 uh, at Today with Trey or our podcast Twitter. Me at Game on Lock 925 and where it's underscore pull. Damn, dude. Clint froze during the outro. That's crazy. This man froze during the outro. I'm going to wait for him to get back so he can say bye to you guys. But damn, that's crazy. This man froze during the outro. Boy. I, boy I'd be mad if I had a busted-ass internet connection like that. <laughs> oh, my God. This is fantastic. This merchandise is going to be legit. Like, common sense and apparel. The player's collection is going to be lit as fuck. And probably going to make a always take the half point shirt. Clamp Squad. Kyle Guy, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to tag you. Kyle Guy, we're on your side. We got what? We're on your side. <laughs> All right, guys. Clint's out. I'm out. We will catch you guys next time. You guys have a good one. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Later. This is the pickup line. I got the big up mind. I'm handling you frauds. These wounded ass niggas, I wrap circles around them. I'm bandages and gauze. Crooked trap round clowns. This rap circus surrounds them. But I'm having a menage. Oh, fucking with